This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. SliceOnBroadway.com. IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. And listeners like you, support this show at Patreon.com slash Wrestling It is the Wrestling Mayhem Show, episode 731, Tuesdays. We've been talking about professionalized wrestling, and I am very impressed that everybody stopped talking about whatever they were talking about in the middle of the countdown to the show. I'm just shocked. I am am just amazed and shocked at the professionalism of this wonderful broadcast professional crew that we have tonight, Uh, and I really do appreciate it. Um, but we do have a crew with us. We do have, of course, uh, he is from Riz Plays Games. He is the Riz. Me, by the way, I was not at Polycult, uh, and I was not at the Thunderdome. No, so, apparently everybody thought yeah. you were at both of those? Everyone thought I was at different places, but I'm here on the Wrestling Man Show. Hi. Oh, well, we, you're way behind your title. <laughs> Oh, so, oh, that's oh, all right. Yeah, that's all right. Oh, Go watch that head move. Watch that head move. Also, I need to readjust you guys over here because I realized I had you on an old thing. But that's okay. We are adjusted. Also with us, he is up in Beacon, New York. He is the only Mayhammer with the future Endeavor letter from the WWE. He is Mad Mike. Hi, Sork. Hi. It, it, it's it's a day of first for me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we we just did our first Hello Fresh meal. Hello oh. Fresh. It's where they send you a what box you of things. It was it was delightful. We had beef uh pork bulgogi. Oh, that's not a real thing. What's a bulgogi? Yes, it is. What's it's, a it's bulgogi? A, it's, it's a Japanese uh sauce. It's great. And also I got this awesome new day shirt. Oh, look at that. Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. Oh Scambeckler shirt. Uh no, it's it's not the WWE guy. I forget I forget who <laughs> it is, but it's the one that uh Biggie is promoting on his Instagram page. Mm. Ah. And uh all the proceeds go to NAACP. So yeah. It's there great. There you go. We also have on the line with us, he's back with us. He was hanging out with us Friday night on Top Rope Tabletop. Uh, you can check it out on IndieWrestling.us, social media, all over the place. And, of course, we'll have an audio podcast of that uh, soon on the Sorgatron Media Network. Maybe even drop it in this feed if you're listening on the podcast feed. But Tony Kincaid, the uh, uh, ringside announcer for the Renegade Wrestling Alliance and Prospect Pro Wrestling. You'll hear his what? voice uh- tomorrow night as well. I'm still in the plugs. I'm sorry. I forgot to plug Suburban Slam from Prospect Pro Wrestling is debuting on their social media. Tony, thank you for joining us. You've been busy. No, just, yeah, no, keep, keep rolling off my accolades. Look how busy he is. He's such a busy guy. I do a lot for you people. Yes. Yes, he does. Thank you for joining us. And you shared, um, you shared some stories and roped in doc to tell some stories. I did do this on Patreon. This is a thing I did. Uh, no, yes, you uh, did. On Patreon, you can hear some funny stories that doc and I, uh, experienced as we are, uh, of course the, uh, one, uh, two of the three man team for RWA and the two man team, maybe three man team for two PW. So Doc has 10 years experience. I am better than him, and I've reached his level in only two. 
So it happens. Whatever. It's not his fault. But he's experienced a lot more. As so he told do. a fun story over the phone. As you do. And I'm also telling him right now, by the way, Tony, you are going to read the Patreons in a few moments when I get to that. Oh. I'm sending you that right now on Facebook uh, so you have that to read. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> we are professional around here. Also, uh, so last week, uh, before we get into things, we had a little bit of um, breaking news. And we do have it at the top of the show. I think I have everything ready to go here. Uh, so let's see if uh, if, if this is going to work. Uh, but we, I, I just, I, sight unseen, the breaking news just dropped in my inbox. Let's see what's going on. Yeah. From the WMS News, news nope, he doesn't have broadcasting headquarters. He doesn't have I'm your pal in the mainstream media with what? breaking news. Oh, no. Finn Balor is the new Oh, there he is. NXT let's try it again. Champion. From the WMS News Global Broadcasting Headquarters, I'm your pal in the mainstream media with breaking news. Finn Balor is the new NXT champion. He won the title defeating Adam Cole on Super Tuesday 2. Finn is only the third person to win that championship twice, joining Shinsuke and Samoa Joe. And it's the first time he's held that title since 2016. Uh, More developments as they come. For now, back to your regularly scheduled programming thank you mainstream matt for that update on what's happening on nxt tonight and uh, we'll see if there's any more updates of anything significant but i think it was the biggest one was the uh who's winning the championship there finn balor uh winning that so thank you for any, any thoughts before we get into the, the 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 top of the show here oh i mean congratulations to finn he finally found a place that uh, actually lets him do what he does well, which is wrestle. Mm-hmm. And he found a great dance party. I can't wait to watch this match. Obviously, I'm here. I, I, I can't wait to watch the match. Should be a good one. On demand, baby. On demand. But anyways, this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Please go check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Uh, you can also uh, you check out this and all kinds of other uh, great podcasts, including the Indie Mayhem Show. We have a lot of great conversations over there, including, including Tim Cross of Real Shoot Wrestling. And we find out where that name came from. And we talk about his experience with both Chavo Guerrero and his chiropractor and Matt Riddle uh, just weeks before he debuted uh, at NXT, actually. So go check that out in the feed, too. Uh, you can also uh, drop us a line at that email address. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com or 412-206-WMS0. Tweet us at Mayhem Show. Facebook uh, Live and Group. I'm sorry, the Facebook page and group for Wrestling Mayhem Show. We are live on the Facebook group every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. We are also live on the Twitter. We are for at Mayhem Show. We are live on the YouTube page and we are live on the Sorgatron Media Twitch page. Please, uh, wherever yet, we do have all of them up. And as I can see, uh, you, know, you know, it's coming, how do right? I know that I am live on the Twitch page? Is if uh, the Twitch phone it has multiple, multiple great Kali faces going on over there from Riz Plays Games. That means mm-hmm. we're doing good. This week, also, I changed the settings so now you can see them when, when I pull up, hold hey, up the. Uh, look at that! Look at that! Dark mode. Yeah, I, I, I changed the auto focus so it can focus in a little better on your on your Kali faces there. So yeah, that's for the I video. I need to people. change that on my desktop because I changed the everything uh, and put it back into light mode. Now I have to turn it back into dark mode. Oh, <laughs> it's a fun little. You're having a light mode, dark mode fight, huh? There we go. Man, man. Uh, but anyways, and also if you're on video and wondering, that is a, 
some indie wrestling network streaming live uh, behind the Riz there. There's just some Christian Noir doing creepy things. I miss him doing creepy things. Uh, but anyways, you can yeah. also uh, do support the show. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. And as we've been doing the last couple of weeks, we yes. let our special guests uh, give the shout outs for our Patreon supporters. Tony K- Kincaid, can you please do that for us right now? Do I read the whole thing, including their ads and no. how much they donate? No, no, just, just, like just, just let, let me know the, what the level is and who they are. Okay. Works for me. Okay. So thank you to our Patreons or Sorg's Patreons or my Patreons. In fact, you shall be my Patreons. Thank you to my Patreons, fans of the show level, Bo Diggity, Ed Burke, Bobby oh. FJ Town, Team Hammerfist. Now the Poppy Club level. We got Bradley Ruthers, Dave Podner, and Tina Keys. At the Pizza Club level, we have Doc Remedy and Kyle Turner. And at the manager level, we have Occupy Pro Wrestling and Farnsworth Investments. Thank you to all of you very much for your support. You said that very quick quick while I was doing my tweet. Uh, yeah, By thank you way, so much. Woo! Woo! He literally pays for it. He does. Yeah, he does. The Bo Diggity. Woo. Woo. I need. I need like notes. I need to start including notes with yeah, that. Yeah, so tell me these things. I don't know. This. Listen, yeah, the, it, stage cues. Do you think I want? God damn. You're a professional. It's fine. Um, <laughs> you know, I knew you'd work through it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, let us and let us know how you've been liking us, uh, allowing uh, strangers to butcher your names. Uh, on the Patreon uh, shout-outs. Actually, that, I, I will say, of all the lists of weird names, as a professional wrestling commentator, that was pretty easy. Because <laughs> professional yeah. wrestlers have some weird names. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That yeah. is true. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so with that, speaking of uh, wrestling, let's, get, let's talk about a little bit of wrestling. Of course, uh, uh, NXT happening as we speak. I turned the TV off. So I wasn't distracted by it because uh, I think Rhea Ripley's in a cage match tonight. Is that correct? Yeah, against Mercedes Martinez. That would be distracting because that sounds that, that, like that should be I, delightful is not the word for it. Brutal. But <laughs> brutal. That sounds destructive. That does that, sound destructive. That's gonna be brutal. All oh. right, guys, what do we want to get in first? We want. Do we want to talk about All Out or do we want to talk about how WWE is being shitty to their wrestlers yet again? Oh, oh no. they're not the only ones. Oh, every okay. This is why does wrestling suck this week? Apparently, um, so I, I don't. Can we start with WWE? Uh, just out of because I feel like we'll lose sure. it otherwise. So sure. WWE last week, apparently, um, two Sundays ago, if I have my timing right, uh, WWE had a a call with Vince on the call with the wrestlers, a conference call, informing them. Were you laughing over there? It's not even like just wrestlers. It was wrestlers and reporters, which was even like just oh no, staff members. Yeah. It was it was a legit like almost quarterly <laughs> call. <laughs> Vince did a Vince. All I can all I can picture is Vince coming up like just stumbling, not even talking about anything. Like not even no questions about this, nothing. Just comes up to the microphone and goes, "Yeah, we own their real names too, damn it!" And that's it. That's, and that's it. it. And that's it. And that's it. That's so, it. So okay, let's 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 roll this back a minute. So so apparently 
it was it was a discussion about you know we know we we follow you know I I follow a bunch of them uh, a bunch of the wrestlers are on Twitch some of them are on Instagram a lot of them are on Instagram a lot of them are on um um Cameo which has been you know some great great moments from Cameo uh, amongst other things and um that has and and there's been things in there was speculation what what drew this out one speculation was about AJ Styles talking about his covid positive test the week before I'm, I'm, i still think that was what it was yeah. what's that i i think that's what it was that you think that's what it was but the other thing which may also be in the mix it could be many things mike and one of those many things could be um um one lana cj perry uh on her instagram was doing uh bang energy ads uh, disclaimer yeah, but... d- disclaimer i have filmed bang energy ads for a, a dance mobs influencer on uh, on Instagram, so I'm, I'm familiar with the process. Uh, so it could also have been Paige's Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. It could have also yep. been just the fact that Up Up Down Down is becoming a little less WWE mm-hmm. owned and more uh, Xavier uh, and company owned. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be it could be just Austin and Creed's push to be on G4. Yeah, it, yeah, it could, like, it that, could, could be all that. It could, yeah. it could, oh, it could be a bunch of things. So, um. Before we before we really dig into this, did oh, anyone watch? Can we all agree that I, as of this moment, we're all 100 percent sure Finn still doesn't know what Twitch is? Oh, he has. Oh yeah, oh, he no, has no, no, idea. Idea. no, 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 no. Okay, he okay. Doesn't know what video all, games are. No. Yeah, like just because he, we're all. He, on, someone said that he was not getting money from these things, and he says, "Damn it, that's my money," and yeah. that's what happened. Very well, possible. I, no, see, the, all right. I have two things. If he's angry about them using their character names on these apps, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Sure, I can understand that because that's that's WWE licensed names. Yeah, they're, they're, they they like, they would be like, within reach if they if they if they said you need to cut mm-hmm. this out with your real with your yeah WWE Absolutely. names. Yeah, because that that I mean, if a WWE character, if if uh, uh Roman Reigns, not whatever his real name is joe annoyed yeah joe and yeah if, if joe goes on and talks bang energy versus roman rain goes on and, and talks bang energy that's a problem that's absolutely a problem yeah, and wb like, they're within rights at that point yeah i i i the reason i think it was the aj styles thing is because a him admitting to a covid test makes the company look bad mm-hmm. because the female wrestlers have been advertising like makeup and clothes and stuff for mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. for literal years. Like that—that's—that's that's not anything new. Kind of really. shocking that they didn't. Kind of shocking that they haven't cracked out on that sooner, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's why I don't think it's Lana thing. I think most. I think the people who are pushing those Lana thing are just people who rag on Lana. To be perfectly honest, okay. I really, I really legitimately don't care who was the kicking point, the starting point for why Vince got ticked off about this. As an independent contractor in the business right now, mm-hmm. I was vomiting from the concept of him saying, oh, and we own your real names too. Yeah. Listen, yeah. dude, you don't. Like, even wrestlers who are, wrestle under their real names, like Cena. Like, Cena owns John Cena the person, because mm-hmm. that is physically him. The character John Cena is 
WWE property, but he can go be John Cena in mm-hmm. Impact or AEW if he wants to, and you can't stop him from using his real yeah. name because it's his real name. Just the like Supreme Brock Lesnar, just like Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. It's like Jericho. Yeah, you know, yeah. Look, uh, yeah oh, Jericho, Jericho's not his real name. But right, I but Jericho, Jericho owned the copyright to it. Yeah, Jericho owned the trademark. Mm-hmm. So and and so like that's the, right. Uh, Jericho's oh, yeah. real name is like I I don't want to spoil. I I think it's Ted, but Irvin. It's Irvin. Chris Irvin. Okay. Chris Irvin. Yeah. His dad's name was Ted. Yeah. His dad's name was Ted Irvin, yeah. the hockey player. Yeah. Okay, got it. I'm I'm back but, here, but he owns the copyright. Here's the thing: you cannot copyright someone else's name. The, no. the Supreme Court ruled on this in I think 1492. And I'm I'm what? pretty smart. I know this is true. Um, Wait. Okay. What? All right. No. They they, they uh, no no BS. They did rule on this and said a company cannot own another person's legal name. Yeah, absolutely. Cannot own. Period. Vince pulling this is the biggest old man shakes fist at cloud thing I've ever seen. <laughs> And Vince does an old man shakes fist at cloud thing on a biweekly basis. Absolutely. So, oh, yeah. So I there's been I've uh, uh, seen some conversations and had a short conversation with a lawyer. Um, um, is, it, is it our favorite lawyer? I, it's uh yeah yeah I think it's most of our favorite lawyer. But yeah yeah the things I'm seeing from him and other people talking about this topic that know the matter. The issue comes down to that independent contractor thing, and and the 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 phrase that I've heard, not attributing to anybody specifically, is Vince is trying to have it both ways, and he can't. Um, Absolutely, because it's and a, that's killing him. I'm going to have you as an independent contractor, which means we don't have to b- worry about X, Y, and Z. You know, benefits and health plan, et cetera, and taking care of you after that you're done with the company. Um, if you're not freaking John Cena, that can take care of himself, right? That's the truth. Because not everybody becomes John Cena and The Rock that can become independently wealthy when they're done with this thing. You know, Brian Myers is probably doing okay, but you know, you think he gets a lot of money out of his wrestling school and whatever other side gigs that he has going on. Um, you know, who knows? Uh, you know, they're definitely not John Cena level, you know what I mean? Uh by the way, Brian Myers is forty seven dollars on cameo. <laughs> I'm literally looking at Cameo right now. Same. See if anyone changed their name. Uh, well, Kevin, I, Owens, Kevin Owens is now Kevin Steen. Okay. Okay. Charlotte's Ashley Flair. Ashley Ashley Fleer. Really? Yeah. So, so 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 now the the ultimatum was I believe by October first, um, you had to have your thing days. taken down from wherever yep. third party. Um, Ma- Mandy Rose is her uh, given name. So, so we're talking, it, it, it sounds like that. the wrestlers have collectively uh, gave the middle finger, the WWE. Um, there was a I, lot more. There's a lot more on here now. I, I, so they've added them. Oh, like so basically this woke up a bunch of them to say, wait, I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I, I, I never Biggie saw the AM on here. Is, Biggie's not only been telling people it's on his gear. Yeah. <laughs> it's on his gear to book him on cameo. Yeah, yeah. By the so, way, I like, like Tom Phillips's uh, name is just Tom. <laughs> MySpace Tom? Uh, you yeah. think there's going to be people thinking he's MySpace Tom and booking him? Twenty five dollars. Oh man, we can get twenty five dollars to do whatever you want. We can get whatever you want. We can get a cameo. Oh, from Marty the Moth for twenty bucks. Yes. Yeah. By the way, solid. Shout out. Side note. 
current geek week or current geek chronicles it's a deep dive show talking about like different aspects of geek culture i believe their second main episode they did from last week uh was about pro wrestling and marty the moth was interviewed on it about the ins and outs of professional wrestling as he should have been go listen to that even i mean it's it's I, go listen to it and approve it yourself so when you're like you know you need to explain it to the girlfriend or the boyfriend that's not in the wrestling yet that you have this like go listen to this here or the nondescript gender because we no longer live in a binary society so we have yes. been through this a thousand times it, 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 yes that's right um, but anyways, okay, back to this. So oh, uh, hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on. Mm-hmm. One one quick thing. I, I'm just looking at cameo. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, there there's a cameo for two dogs. Just two yeah. dogs? Like, can I put my dog on it? That's sixty dollars. Are they? They like, better be the dogs from Homeward I, Bound. I I, I, I am not paying that money for anyone but the dogs from Homeward Bound. I can get three Marty the Moth cameos. Or one cameo of these dogs, man. Mm-hmm. I need That's to have ridiculous. you get three Mario Moss. I'll have my mom get the dog because she would pay it, and okay. we'll see who came out better. Okay, That's the challenge. Now let's. Let, can I ask? Can I ask a question? Because this is bringing it back to topic, and I apologize to everyone who wants to just go through cameo and give them cheap uh, advertising for no good reason. Um, <laughs> do you think this is the straw that leads directly to? The reignition of a union. Yes. Yeah. No. I, if if anything does, um, if not, I don't know if it's a union, but I think the like, I mean, you're seeing the collective behavior of everybody right now. Um, it's a little bit of talent stands up. I don't know if you call it a union in the end, but yeah, um, everybody gets an agent <laughs> that says that fuck you, WWE, basically, because at some point. These big companies are going, the wrestlers for these big companies are going to realize that they outnumber AEW, despite their flaws in their pay-per-views, I'll talk about that later, mm-hmm. um, is now a viable alternative. Impact is now what they should have been in 2005. Mm-hmm. Ring of Honor, shout out to my boys, Shane Taylor, Revron Hunt, mm-hmm. doing pretty good business. And oh, by the way, the world is super small, so you now can go to Japan and wrestle a lot. You can go to the UK and wrestle mm-hmm. a lot. You can go to Germany and wrestle and get promotion. So a collective bargaining agreement for some of these major companies, I think, is on the horizon. It may yeah. not be this yeah. year. It may not be next year. But I think in the next decade, a company will have a unionized wrestling world. They may have to. They may absolutely have to. I think it will probably be easier once certain octogenarians are no longer in charge of everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, possibly. I, I do. Possibly. Yeah, I, I do. For, for $135, I can get Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters. <laughs> That's that is good money. <laughs> That's money well spent. Oh geez, back in the before times, you'd see him every six months out of Steel City Con. So I I have a very funny Ernie Hudson story that I can tell on Patreon. Okay, we'll hold that for Patreon later. Um, no, I I, I, I think I, I think there's going to be a movement. Like this is one thing. This is one thing. If 
things business was going as usual, but these people have these these wrestlers have a lot of time. They're not getting around to do the extra bits that would they would get a little bit extra money for. Maybe they're not seeing as many merch sales moving because they're not hitting the towns the way they used to. So you know they're seeing things constrict. Who knows what's constricting on the back end for WWE? You know, let alone the people they've let go. Right, and there's also no no more like filmings of anything. So, like if if the new day was gonna be on the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards, that's probably not yeah. happening. Now. All that stuff, all that stuff to be additionally helping the brand in WWE now went bye bye. On top of how do we feel about how we were treated? Oops, something you okay over there? Yeah, my calendar just fell. Uh oh. No. Oh no. The future oh, ghost no. of Vince McMahon is angry. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, also talk about the fact that they're not doing house shows, so that back end mm. payment for those house shows isn't coming through. Their residuals are probably looking like a ghost town right now, and yeah, these guys yeah. live on residuals. It was. I thought it was really interesting that Elias started a Patreon. Yeah, I'm just like yeah, I was interested that Baron Corbin started twitching, t- Twitch streaming. Yeah, and. It- legitimately like really good at it. like if he made that a full-time career he'd be a top mm. twitch streamer uh, i i think i think uh rusev basically has become a full-time twitch streamer because yeah, he says much. that he's not going back to wrestling i think he is exploring some some acting possibilities but you know it, all these guys any of these guys real names are not ro- walks on the twitch they're going to be i mean affiliated and partnered up like right away you know pretty much right uh, they, did anyone watch uh, Talking Smack this week? Uh, I did actually. Did you catch what Wood said in the beginning of the show? Uh, he he called out his Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. Check out up up down down, didn't he? Um, he also said, um, I forget who he was talking to, but he said, "Go on, girl, get your money." Like <laughs> he, he legit. Put it right out there. Yeah. And that that was a direct shot. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That was a direct shot. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. Listen, like you can't, you can't, you're not, the WWE's not good at, they, they already lifted the veil on, on censoring these guys. That was a pre-taped show that goes out on Saturday morning, by the way. So they could have, they very well could have, right? Uh, but they yeah. didn't. And I'm sure that didn't filter through Vince, you know? Oh, of course not. I, I don't think anything. I guarantee he doesn't know what Talking Smack is. No, I don't think anything but the main show's. You know, uh, Monday. Sometimes not even barely knows that. Yeah, Monday and Friday is the only thing that he knows exists. Um, That leads that leads you to some legit question as to who's running what, where. Mm. We don't have to look. Well, but but Vince Vince's hand is obviously in everything a little bit, Mm. but he's not. His hands are not completely in NXT. We already know that that's you know it's it's legendary that that's you know Triple H's thing. We are seeing Shane do all his stuff, and and Raw Underground looks completely different. And if that is actually Shane produced, like I've read in some places, that means that it, that it has a different feel. Stephanie's now doing more things. You know, we all, you know, we're aware of that when Vince retires slash passes away, and, you know, I'm not wishing death on anyone ever, uh, except for tennis racket wielders. Um, there is not... <laughs> A, a hierarchy of uh, Kevin Kevin Dunn's probably out too. Mm-hmm. You know, the only reason Kevin Dunn has lasted as long as he has is because Vince loves him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the the upheaval that comes from that comes from once Vince no longer is in WWE. But it 
at some point the wrestlers have to realize that they're more valuable than the company at this moment. Mm -hmm. Like, like WWE is not the bigger brand. New day probably is worth more right now than the WWE's stock set. And it's like, you know, there's always the, and and they seem to reiterate this in in some of the uh, documentaries or say, Oh, nobody's bigger than the WWE. It carries on whether you're here or not kind of thing. Like even the Hulk Hogan's and whoever's right. But yeah, that's right. That's right. but But there's a difference between that and knowing your worth I said this on Twitter when the story was breaking. Like, and I say this to people that are in regular office jobs: know your worth and that you can walk away. You know, yeah. Because what happens with WWE, where these guys walk away, discover a new life on Twitch, Impact Wrestling, AEW, whatever. Like, I think a lot of people that are talented and don't know their worth are getting lambasted and and stressed out over this and having to follow the rules when they can go on and live a better, happier life somewhere else, you know? Um, and this is a corporate thing. This happens with, with a lot of different companies, right? Um, it's just, we follow this and it becomes part of our wrestling dirt sheets and everything and, and, and podcast discussions and stuff. But this is, this is what companies do. Uh, I, I read along with this, uh, JJ Dillon account from his book that somebody reshared, uh, that, uh, when JJ was there in the nineties, he was enticed to buy a house. He was enticed. He was uh, uh, given given a lo- a, for, uh, a, a a forward on his on his salary with with interest and all this stuff. And then the the dropout happened in the mid nineties on the WWF, and he was screwed. You know, and and the the idea of yeah, if you buy a house, you'll never leave. I literally heard somebody, a manager of mine, said that literal same thing good he's buying a house that means he'll never leave this job as a handcuff and that's when i knew i needed to get the fuck out of there and that's happening with these guys right the truth the truth of the matter is is in 2020 if you are talented enough and have enough drive in whatever you do wrestling uh media uh business if you are passionate about putting numbers into spreadsheets and you say i'm the best damn uh, data inputter in this company in any company period know that own that live that you live that it becomes the truth i you know a lot of the kincaid persona that i put out on on these shows are based on the real tony who legitimately does have an ego and thinks he's really good at what he does both in professional wrestling and in my real life job mm-hmm. Ego's not a bad thing. It's uncontrolled ego that's bad. Mm-hmm. All these wrestlers in the WWE know they are the top 1% of professional wrestlers. And Absolutely. they're the top 1% because they work for the WWE. AEW is another part of the top 1%. If you work for a major company in 2020, you are part of the top 1%. And if you need any proof of that, look at PWI and go down that list and see the first non-major signing mm-hmm. on that list. Mm-hmm. See how far down you get before you start reaching the independence. I think it was AJ Gray in the sixties, right? Yes. Because everybody the was talking about that. Fifty the top, I think it was the top fifty seven, I think, or yeah. fifty eight. Yeah. All major signs. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to see. Well, hey, you know what else is interesting? We got a lot of interesting stuff happening here in the area. A lot of stuff happening at indie wrestling.us. 
of course, a lot of great stuff going on. We had a lot of new content hop on over there uh, in the last month. Our friends of Vicious Outcast Wrestling, a good portion of their 2016 catalog, a part of that. The rest of the catalog that we have on hand up through mid-2016 is available on VOD now at IndieWrestling.us on the Vimeo page. I haven't transfer that over to the, the site just yet but that's coming down the line too there's people buying dvds uh all you guys enjoying the subscription your numbers are great thank you so much everybody that has been supporting us through this drought of wrestling but we've been doing what we can of course a new stuff has been coming out and is continually being planned to come out from our friends at fight underground um there's new stuff coming out of and we're talking with other companies about potentially doing something in the future here uh that yeah, hey, they're they're too far out, so I can't really talk about them yet, <laughs> or have any of them confirmed yet. But uh, we are we're continuing to figure out what wrestling is going to look like, look like in uh, 2020, 2021. We hung out uh, while we were not a part of the production there with the uh, Polycall Party too. We did get to hang out and had our cameras on hand and did some interviews and behind the scenes for the Polycall Party. We hope to have uh, with any luck by the end of this week for you guys to see maybe a little bit of documentary about that. Already a little bit of teaser that we shared on our c- accounts. Of course, Top Rope Tabletop is something that we've been doing. This uh, Dungeons and Dragons uh, situation with Tony Kincaid that's on the show. The Brohemoth, Justin Idol, uh, Keith Hot, Tatiana Rose as a part of that has been a lot of fun and coming up starting tomorrow night it's uh it, we, this this worked out really good that you were here Tony because you <laughs> just put in the the work on the commentary for this uh impromptu kind of show that we did called the um the uh Prospect Pro Wrestling Training Sessions Suburban Slam that premieres yes. tomorrow night uh it's a series of about 3 matches uh, that's going to be free on their side, and of course on the indie wrestling dot um, YouTube page as well. Uh, but uh, it was uh, it was it was definitely a unique a uh, uh, situation. Uh, uh, Tony, tell me a little bit about your impressions of this suburban slam matches uh, that you got the call <laughs> over the last week. So it was very unique. Uh, there were three matches that were uh, put together in the backyard. Of uh, you know our, our company owner uh, Marshall Gambino. Actually, not his backyard. Actually, no, not not his, his backyard. Not his backyard. No, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay. He he set it up like two doors down. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> in, in, on and on a basketball court with a with a uh, with a playground next to it. Like, um, so it was a very unique venue. Very, uh, uh how do I want to describe it? It's not. It had that. That and you know backyard's a bad word now, but it had that backyard feel. But these were not backyard wrestlers; these were professionally trained wrestlers that pass any smell test you want to put out there. And uh, they are—I don't know why you're smelling pro wrestlers, but okay. Yeah, I want it's it's a bad idea. Uh, they stink after matches. Um, but uh, no, and they were good matches. Um, I don't know which one you're putting out first, so I can't really uh, give a teaser. It's actually the tag match that we're putting out. Oh, we're it's showing a little bit match. of that. So it is um, the host- Jace Carr mm-hmm. and Anthony, and I forget Anthony's last name. He he actually really impressed me. I'm pissed off. I forgot his name. Uh, Anthony Young, I believe. Anthony Young, that was it. Mm. Versus uh, Philip Archer and Stevie LaBelle of the Four Hossmen. Um, it was a very uh, good match. There was also uh, Zeke Mercer was uh, in action mm-hmm. uh, and uh, a battle royale. 
uh, for bragging rights, which is always the best reason to have a, bra- a battle royale in my mind. It's <laughs> just, just to because. say you won that battle royale. Forget your your title shots. Forget all that. Sometimes you just want to fight people and throw them over the top rope and say, yeah, I threw you over the top rope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, uh, Zeke Mercer was uh, facing uh, Tyler, uh, uh, the sexy fireman. Jason, Jason Tyler, Tyler. That's, uh, the sexy fireman. Yeah, some good good stuff. Uh, kind of a prompt to and kind of a test run and see, you know, do a little filming outside and see how that works. So, uh, so I thought I th- I thought it looked really good. I th- I think uh, just the teaser you showed looked uh, very uh, very clear, and it it makes me wonder what else is cooking. Yeah. What yeah. else? What else? What might two uh, PW and other companies be cooking? Let's you find never out. Know. We'll wait and see. You never, you never know. know. Nope. Nope. Keep it. Keep. Keep an eye on our pages, all our pages, every go. page, there you all go. the pages. A lot of stuff in the works, a lot of stuff in the works. Uh, so let's go back to the big companies and how they suck. Uh, AEW had all out this <laughs> no, past weekend. No, let's stay here. Let's stay in the good part of wrestling. <laughs> I don't want to go back. <laughs> Um, well, we do have to talk about All Out in general, and unfortunately, there is a, okay. a, a, a bad story that came out of that. Um, I think no, none of us really watched it live. I hate watching uh, yeah. back pay-per-views afterwards, and this is because I was I was busy with the Poly Call Party, or I, I might have found a way to uh, uh, found a way is not appropriate. I would have purchased it, gone in with somebody on it, done something, um, but uh, to watch it live because to me, I think that is. Part of the feeling is that you can't really judge. You've heard things that have happened. It's colored how you're going to view it, you know, whatever the case may be. So I got a bad taste or a preconceived taste going into this. Uh, Of course, the biggest unfortunate story is the injury of Matt Hardy and how that is being handled. Uh, There was a false count anywhere. And and, and it was the last thing I probably watched out of this thing. And 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 Mike, you're you're right. Like it. It did not happen too deep in the match, this incident. It was the first spot. It was the first thing they did it was, was going up on a scissor lift. Um, they start that match. They're in that little in-between area between uh, Daly's Place and, and the uh, the football stadium that you know from the um, stadium showdown. Stampede. Stampede, Stampede thank you. Yeah. Uh, they go up on a scissor lift. There's a, kind of a makeshift platform uh, a situation that's, you know, obviously there for falling through. It was a merch table. Hash, oh, yeah. Ha, yeah. Quote, quote, finger quotes. Uh, yeah. Matt Hardy goes through it and uh, uh, bashes his head pretty bad on the concrete. Laid there for a while. They called the match first X. Then they kind of counted and let him get up and then threw it again when he was stumbling. Um, then for some reason, after a little bit, you had Sammy walk out and they kind of had it continue and did what I imagined was the planned finale. Of yeah. Like here's, the, here's the, thing. the thing. The announcers for once acted appropriately. Good. Like, <clears throat> like all the announcers, even Jr. I give them a lot of shit, but everyone was like, Oh, the, you know, sometimes things just don't happen the way you expect them to. And, you know, this is, this is live. We have to take care of the wrestler's health. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're saying all the right things. And I'm thinking, wait, I thought this match continued because I had heard that. Mm-hmm. And then, sure enough, Matt Hardy comes walking back. And I'm like, nope. Hard nope. That man should not be on his feet, let alone walking to finish a damn match. Yeah, yeah. Like and it was it was legitimately terrifying. I watched yeah. it after the fact. I watched it Sunday. I didn't watch it Saturday. I watched it Sunday. 
Um, it was legitimately terrifying mm-hmm. um, how not there Matt was. And you can you can tweet as many times as you want that he was cleared of the concussion. The fact of the matter was no, is at the moment. There's no, no way. There's no but, way. But, but that's but, 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 but not even fact. yeah. But not even that. But the, the, the point he's getting to is in the, in the moment, right? Right, Tony. In the moment, there is no way you can a doctor can go. Oh yeah, he's good. Especially yeah. Doc Sampson, yeah. who has a track record of being the dumbest medical doctor in professional wrestling. Is he the one even, in CM Punk even, suit? Even, wait, even, wait, wait. Even, is is he the one in CM Punk suit? No, he's he's not. That yeah. might actually be the dumbest. But Doc um, Sampson's up there. Okay. But uh, so, who was it? That even even suit? if it's um even if it's NFL concussion protocol, which I believe is the standard that everyone uses. Mm-hmm. You have to be out for a whole series of downs, mm-hmm. I believe, um, like to get impact tested. Right. Yeah. And and you have to be taken into a sensory deprived tent so they can check everything. And it takes at least 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. At least. There is no fucking way. And they try, and throughout the rest of the night, they even tried to cover it up because they knew they fucked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They knew they fucked up. There was they they commented on it twice more during the night. First, they said that Matt Hardy and Sammy are okay. I'm like, well, yeah, of course Sammy's okay. He fell on a fucking, you know, crate of styrofoam. He's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. But they they said. Oh yeah, Matt Hardy uh, passed the uh, passed the uh, you know doctors cleared him and everything. I'm like, no, they didn't. Mm-hmm. They barely got to look at him. Well, and, and like, you know, I watched the team real time. And like, I think you got to take a separation between what they say in commentary because they're being fed things. It's on in the moment and misinformation. No, I'm not blaming the commentators. I'm blaming Tony Khan. Okay, okay. I'm there's a reason his last name is Khan Ooh. because that is a fucking sham. That is a fucking sham. And, 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 say, and say what you will about Vince and WWE. If that was Matt Hardy and that was a match they did, mm-hmm. nope, match is over. I'm mm-hmm. not 100% sure you're right on that, um, especially with yeah. the stipulation that was placed in that match. Yeah. I believe there was, but, but Tony Khan, the thing that bothers me the most about this when it comes to Tony Khan is Tony Khan, yes, son of a billionaire, billionaire in and of itself. Create mm-hmm. a wrestling show is fronting the elite and them getting all elite off the ground. And we're all very happy that there's another uh, bank in the business right now with limitless pockets. Although Vince McMahon dropped off the Forbes top uh, 40 or oh, top 400. No, no uh, good news this week in, in, in grander no, wrestling. Poor, poor, poor. He's only $1.8 billion. Oh. One, which is their cutoff. Does that, anyway, mean, like, does that mean he doesn't Tony, get the, the car with the doors that go like this? No, he still gets that, but it's because not that, the color. Here. Okay, it's not the right color. Oh, I got you. Right. Not the cherry no, go red. Go back to Tony Khan. Tony Khan was a wrestling fan first. Yeah. Of, he should know. Every wrestling fan has had that moment in their life, their first moment when they look and they go, oh, that ain't right. Mm-hmm. And most of us, it was, it was Mick uh, falling off the LSL. It was Mick. It was <laughs> Mick. The, the, um, the scariest one was Sean Phoenix. Uh, right. The, you know. Sean Phoenix was is one of those. Which, by the way, had- Sean Phoenix, a similar issue that Matt had. 
you know, the, the, the head strike on concrete. Right. 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 Just you don't mess with that because it's just your head. You, you, you don't know what's wrong in the moment. And in the moment, it is better to just throw the X up and rewrite afterwards. Mm-hmm. Rewrite dynamite. You, to can say, always, you can always say that like, yeah, Matt put his career on the line. So the fuck what? Terry Funk and Mick Foley have retired at least thirty times each. All you have to do is have Matt come. Matt say that Matt Matt Hardy's gone. He leaves, comes back as like a Hardy boy, or, yeah, yeah. or he comes back as broken Matt. Matthew, yeah, right. Hard, Matthew Hardy's career is done. It, it, Boom! Actually, it is. broken Matt. So we yeah, roll, yeah. Uh, let's roll us back a minute. And 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 and, uh, and you know, timing wise, I, I I wish there was a <laughs> no slight on you, Tony, but I I wish that we it was one of the weeks we had a wrestler here to kind of explain it. Uh, no, uh, in the in an in the moment kind of situation, obviously, yeah, Doctor. Yeah, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Uh, yes, a wrestler is going to say they're going to continue. And of insist, course they can, but they also. But it's like it's like a football player. This is the a same. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We had the same thing. Sting had a Sting came out with a, a legitimate life or career ending injury that he got halfway through a match and had to complete a match. This is a mindset. Okay, this is always a mindset. Yes, the doctor should have I don't know what he presented to the doctor in 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 coming back I know. to it. What, what's I know. that, Riz? What's that, Riz? He stood up, said, I'm fine, and walked out. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Like, he, started, he stopped yeah. being limp. Like, That's like, it. Like, he may have not even been approved. He may... Remember, they were on live TV. If Matt Hardy decides to start walking out... No, they're not going to stop him. He's they're Matt not going to stop him. They like like there's not much they That's can do. Sad. Yeah, well, they they there's something they could have done. The camera was off Matt Hardy. Okay, the camera the camera was off Matt Hardy. Sammy had already walked into the arena because they just told to create some distance. These are Sammy could Sammy could have vamped. They could have put they could have put Matt on a gurney. Right, they could have taken him away. Right, they could have done a lot of things. But this is a, you know the bad decisions were made in the spur of the moment. Yes, absolutely. Now, that aside, what's happened afterwards, unfortunately, because now you have Tony Khan saying that he's checked out and he's okay, and Rebby, as uh, you explained to me last night, Mike, um, is on a different page entirely. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm going to believe that's, my wife. And that's where we're... And that's where <laughs> Remy has never been one to mince her words or play nope, nope. play the nope. game of Remy doesn't listen care. we have Remy, we have Remy a Scott, fuck Remy Hardy whatever you want to listen. say her she does not give a shit we do mm-hmm. have a fuck that owl shirt somewhere here around the studio <laughs> uh, to demonstrate this and she retweeted yeah. us every damn time and I had a conversation with Matt about it and she said oh she loves it when you do that <laughs> so uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if she drops a Tony <clears throat> Khan man Oh, yeah. on the or, or or can't judge a concussion. I'm I'm giving these ideas out for free. There you go. Say what we know you're you you're, we know you're watching, Remy. We know yeah. you're watching. You became a Re- fan. Re- say what you will about Remy on on the the professional side of things, but on the personal side, she is first and foremost a family person. Absolutely, and she is deathly protective. I mean, mother hawk, rip your goddamn <laughs> eyes out <laughs> if mm-hmm. you. Cross your family, and in that moment, if the boss, if your if your husband or your partner's boss is saying you're fine, and you know that your partner is not fine, you're gonna take that as a personal Jordan last dance. That is when this becomes personal to me. Remy doesn't pull punches; she never has, she never will. It's not her style. 
Khan needs to make a culpa as mm. a person. The business is everything's going to move on, and we'll probably forget about this. And Matt will say, you know, I worked through whatever I worked through, but I was fine in the moment. I was just a little banged up. He'll use the term banged up because we throw up the term banged up all the time. Mm-hmm. I am not a professional wrestler. I'm a commentator, but I've played semi-professional sports in a pa- in the past in tournaments and playoff settings. I have done what Matt has done at a smaller level. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing it for high school, college, semi-pro sports, Matt's going to do it at the top level. And someone needs to be strong enough in that company to tell someone who at that point doesn't want to let the fans down. He's not letting the fans down, but he could potentially ruin the rest of his life. And I hate to say it. This is, it's also a company that's basically run by wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is where and, the and, and, and they're all going to have the same mindset and you need to have someone who has a different mindset than that. And this is a company that has said that we're going to treat our wrestlers better and different than the other guys. Mm-hmm. So this and, is, and they have not been, they have not always delivered on that promise. Nope. Um, and, and also like Darby Allen mm-hmm. general, like dude, body but, bag full of thumbtacks. Uh, what the shit? Well, I mean, okay, that that's that's kind of innocuous. That, like, you don't even know what happened inside that vibe. I'm talking about the power bomb where Darby Allen can't see what's happening. Yeah, no, that yes. looked rough. Yeah, that and, looked very rough. And I, I know, I know, I'm like one of the bigger Cassidy, Orange Cassidy fans. Mm-hmm. Just make him wrestle. <laughs> don't, and, you don't need. You don't need to gimmick him up with like or like a mimosa match or Listen, anything no, like that. No. A Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy match. But they did that right. Yeah. That's the thing. And they did that, that was three. Right. That was still, that was the payoff. That was, was the payoff. That was a pay. No, that was the payoff. No, no. I'm no listen, I would defend the mimosa but <laughs> I would I, I, match. one thing I won't defend, hmm. I hate 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 how many insider terms Jericho uses in his promos. I hate it. Okay. It's all it's all well, it, it's no, but it, but it's like if after the snap in Avengers Infinity War and we see everyone like, you know, fade no, off and everything. No. And then Captain America just turns the camera and said, no. well, we had to get you to watch no. Endgame somehow. Nope. It's nope. exactly the same thing. It takes me completely nope. out of it. That is the appeal to the people that watch AEW. Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying I don't like it. Fine, and, 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 and you don't like AEW. We know that. I'm saying it it doesn't it doesn't that's help. Fine. It doesn't help the performance. That's fine. No, the fans of AEW watch being the elite, watch dark, uh, are are in on the jokes. There's a wink and I nod mean, to things more than there is in WWE. This is that. Whether being the elite as you think. What's that? I don't think as many people watch being the elite as you think. And I, I think if they relied less on that kind of stuff and more on actually you know, trying to put someone over as opposed to a lot of bait and switch. Like what bait and switch? Wait, what bait and switch? Orange Orange Cassidy is being put over to the moon. Orange Cassidy is, yes. Yeah. But but what other people that aren't former WWE or elite members are over? I think MGF's in a pretty good spot. Well not anymore. He just lost. That's he's gonna be fine. MGF's gonna be fine. But but this is my this is my point. All of their champions are former WWE guys. Yeah. 
they should be pushing their original wait, 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 wait. Former WWE guys that didn't get the top spot. Oh, for really? the most part. Really? WWE champion Dean Ambrose never happened? Uh, yes, it did. Yeah, it, time, time, several times. I hate I hate to interrupt this beautiful lover's quarrel over here, but can can it's not like AEW has homegrown talent right now, really. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of these guys are built on the independence and had to build themselves up. They aren't sure. building in a school or the performance center. These guys are being built up either from WWE or from other companies. It takes time. So that's going to happen in the first year or two or three. So that's not a knock on AEW. They're a new company. What my knock on AEW is, and I like AEW shows on Wednesday. I like Dynamite. Yeah. Their pay-per-views severely leave a bad taste in my mouth consistently. Okay. Um, the reason why is that they're, they're, it always feels like what WCW used to do, where if you find out more on Wednesday, but now it's not just find out more on Nitro, it's find out more on being the elite and Dynamite and Dark. Mm-hmm. A pay-per-view you're paying forty to sixty dollars now, and in, in, in now, a model where that no longer works, exactly. To be told to find out what the aftermath of a pay per view is on your weekly free television show. Oh yeah, uh, homie, don't play that, yo. Like yeah, you yeah. can't do that in 2020. It's an it, so it, yeah, yeah. There's 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 a and and I get it. I get Cody Rhodes is territory mindset. I get that he's WCW mindset because he's Dusty's son. And I understand that. And God bless Dusty for doing whatever he could to try to keep WCW afloat when he did. But it's 2020. Reverse the trend here. Okay? More – like, you can't do this. I'm not paying for a pay-per-view that's $40 anymore. I can't do it. My bank account won't let me. I can't pay for (laughs) AEW. To tell me that I'll find out more on being the elite Monday on YouTube. I don't want to watch being the elite anymore. It was fun when they were in Japan. Yep. It's no longer fun. Okay, it's no longer good television. It's no longer good entertainment. Hangman Page deserves more than this. Yes. Honestly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and the fact that they're like, because Hangman Page the Bucks is are smarter than this. I don't know where the Bucks think this is a good idea. I. I don't know. Like the fact that they were on the pay per view in the first place mm-hmm. baffled me because, like, thank God they pushed the uh, the Brit and Swole match to the actual pay per view, mm-hmm. and that's only because everyone was bitching and complaining about it, rightfully so. But the Bucks beating Jurassic Express for no reason, like that, doesn't need to be on a pay per view. It doesn't. It it if you're gonna if you want a pay per view match, put yourselves in the pre show. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why the Casino Battle Royal should have been on the pay per view. That seems weird too. That does seem weird. Yeah. That, that was usually a buy in thing. And 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 oh my god, Matt Seidel's back to botch another shooting star press. Oh. press. I'm, and and look, <laughs> he almost necked himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. I liked Matt Seidel. I liked him when he was Evan Bourne, but I liked him much before that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. He almost necked himself. I don't know if the ropes were too slippery or whatever, but if your opening moment is going to be that level of bad, above and beyond Shockmaster, Matthew Mm -hmm. over at Botchamania was licking his damn chops when that happened. (laughs) That is rough. 
But even if that doesn't happen, the Casino Battle Royale deserves to be on the pre-show because it's a Battle Royale for yeah. I don't think it is we're your number one contender. It is for number one contender, I, theoretically. I don't give a shit. I really don't give a shit. I don't want battle royales unless but, they're for the championship or for a WrestleMania moment. If you're going to do a battle royale, it should be one mega battle royale a year. If they want their own Royal Rumble, that's fine. But it's a once a year thing. You can't put one out four times a year on every pay per view, and it feels like they've done that. They that's that's their problem. They signed too many people. Their talent roster is way heavy, way heavy for two hours a week, essentially. And I'm not counting dark because I don't count dark. You should. That 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 being said, I dark does have some good matches, but mm. they're usually continuations of storylines mm. that have occurred on pay per view and need to be incorporated into the main show. They're yeah. doing some old school FS1 TNA stuff that really needs to stop. Hey, they're, um, a baby, they're creating ooh. a brand independent of their uh, TNT provider. Well, then the I can't wait for the OWN to show up. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, who would be the leader of the OWN in uh, the One uh, World Nation? Um, uh, one God. warrior nation. One, one warrior, warrior nation. nation. Well, warrior can't do it anymore. Um, war horse. Uh, war horse. Uh, war horse. One war one, horse nation. One war horse nation. Yep. <laughs> and and what frustrates me about this is all of this stuff completely overshadows the fact that yes, you can say that you don't want Orange Cassidy gimmick. That was actually a really good gimmick match versus Jericho. They had a they had a decent match. Yes. Yeah, it, was it wasn't fun. amazing, oh, yeah. but it was good. Yeah, I, I didn't like the I didn't like that the mimosas were not being mixed at ringside like Jericho promised. Okay, like, that's, that's I, I wish I wish there were people with giant like paddles like mixing the mimosas. But hey, man. That, that's, that's minor great. Hey man, a, um, and, uh, Tina is saying that the humidity was uh, really high in Florida over the weekend. That would definitely mm-hmm. that would definitely cause yeah, slippery and that's and that's a problem where you have a show out. Anyone there. anyone anyone but, who's been in West New York Arena. On uh, in July and, and this August is knows and that can this is a problem in a couple of outdoor shows I've seen. There's a pretty rough adjustment for people because of you have the elements like that. So and like I said, RWA Arena, of course, in the summer. So either way, uh, that, that being said, I'm so upset. This is this is overshadowing a really good World Championship match. Yeah, it was. It was a very was. good match. It was. Um, the the tag team match with FTR winning was mm-hmm. a good match. Not great, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, there were some great individual matches. The women's championship match was women's a championship oh, match was great. Sure. The women's division in AEW might be might be beating uh, NXTs. Right? Oh, oh. Whoa. they might they no. might be. Nope, 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 nope. I'm sorry, Thunder Rosa is not even part of their division. I don't care. <laughs> no, but 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 that's the whole point. They did not have anyone strong enough character wise that could have worked with Sheeta. Okay, that's a fair that's a fair counter. But she Sheeta herself is crushing it. Right I think now. they're oh, yeah, well, was great. They're working on it because I think coming out of that tag division. Better. Anyways, I I'm just gonna say I'm I'm all in on AEW and have been. Uh, I, no, I watch uh, I watch. I watch it's um, BTE and Dark are my uh, required watching while I'm editing and posting the uh, Monday and Tuesday night mayhem shows. So like, and maybe that's just because it's that time of night it's just the perfect thing to watch, especially then, especially when Taz is losing his fucking mind uh, during AEW Dark when when uh, Excalibur is fucking with him, like that kind of stuff. Let, it's great stuff. Gum Club. 
The gum then club. Let me ask you a question. Oh man, so good. It's it's. It, it let just... me ask you a question, Sor, because and I'm gonna defend. You know, I'm I'm. I, it might seem like I'm on Mad Mike's side. I'm not here. I'm. This is more chaotic neutral here. Mm-hmm. Um, if if BT is one of those things that's a required watch for you while you're editing stuff. Not required, at, but no, but it's it's something that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, what do you take from BT that won't be more useful on Dynamite? What do I take from it that won't be more useful on Dynamite? I mean, it's uh, on the on the nationally paid for cable show. <laughs> um, I think it's I think it reinforces that that insider side of things. It makes you love some of the characters more. Uh, this this is where you fall in love with certain characters that maybe you don't have a chance to on Dynamite. The way because that no 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 the way that you'll fall more in love with the iconics because they're bits they do on YouTube versus what they do on Raw. Yeah, but the but the difference is the iconics are also on Raw. Yeah, and the people like, on wait 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 and the people on BTE are also all over Dynamite. Like this, this still but, connects. But there's no, but there's, but there are complete story beats that happen on BTE. Correct? Wink and a nod, wink and a nod. There, well, yeah, there, but once but, it have nothing to do. But there are no, there are no storyline aspects that happen on the WWE exclusive videos, and if there are, they show them. They show them on Raw. They show them on SmackDown. Not always. They show them on NXT. Uh, not, not always. Not always. Not always. Not always. But Mrs. Mrs. Work shoot against. But they've never shown it on. They've never shown it on AEW. That's my point. Mm-hmm. If there's if there's some sort of character development that happened on Dark or being the Elite, they've never shown on Diana. You're just expected to know it. Uh, being no. the Elite, being the Elite is the reason I have fallen out of love with Hangman Page, and I was a Hangman Page fan when he joined Bullet Club. Before he joined Bullet Club, I thought he was the total package. No pun for Lex Luger. I thought he had it, and they have made him a drunk. And I, I can't, I can't do it anymore. I can't do the elite breakup angle anymore. I'm exhausted of it. Mm-hmm. It was it was exhausting when they did the Bullet Club breakup angle and then it went nowhere. Yeah. And now they're uh, doing it in their own company. And quite honestly, I don't give a damn. Yeah. Just put together one on one storyline matches. Oh, MJF make them wrestle. The story the story for Moxley and MJF had nothing to do with Elite. And it was a barn burner because they had put a stipulation out there. That favored the heel. The heel worked heel work. Moxley had to overcome it and still shouldn't mm. be a badass. And, and um, I, I, I agree with Sorg on this one. MJF looked like a million bucks in defeat. Absolutely. That's what you're supposed to do. Absolutely. That was traditional wrestling. Absolutely. Everything else. I could have done without MJF getting color, though. No, that's, that's, that, that's, uh, no. that's classic. Yeah, come on. That, yeah, that I, is Southern I, wrestling. I, 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 on the same show where you have a guy get a massive concussion, I'm sorry, maybe you call an audible. Maybe you call an audible. I was uncomfortable with it. In the game. No, because, like, it's the- one thing if it happens naturally. Mm-hmm. The crim- It's 2020. Yeah. We don't need Crimson Masks in wrestling anymore, especially during a fucking pandemic. We don't need that. This is we this don't. is a really interesting question that Sorg, you really should put a note in and bring up next time a wrestler's on the the podcast on the pros and cons of color right now because 
a wrestler is going to have a different opinion than Mad Mike or Riz or myself. You know, for me, it, when when color happens in a match, it kicks it up a notch. Mm-hmm. But you know, and, Mike and, does have a point about blood in a pandemic, and is it still uh, important in twenty twenty? I, I would, would love for yeah. a professional wrestler to talk about this. I, yeah, and, if, it's, if it's accidental, mm-hmm. if it's accidental, sure, okay, fine, nothing you can do about it. But if it's a purpose purposeful blade job like mjf's clearly was you know that's not that's not really the best thing because honestly i got more out of the jericho orange match and the only color in that was the color of the mimosas you also hate mjf but you know what everybody does like pizza our good friends at slice on broadway are helping us out uh and supporting the show uh, Slice on Broadway. If you're in the Pittsburgh area, please go check it out at sliceonbroadway.com, Beachview Carnegie East End, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Hey guys, you guys are going to go over and uh, uh, hear from Katie and BC Steel, and we'll be back in just a moment with the big question. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com. Now a public service announcement from Benjamin C. Steele talking to you about wearing a mask. Not this one, but this one. With everything going on right now with this pandemic, you need to wear a mask. My mask is for your safety. Your mask is for mine. Now, I don't care what your uncle's, brother's, best friend's, mailman's, roommate from college put on social media. Chances are they didn't think it through, and there's a very better than average chance that they're an idiot. So when you go outside, you put on your little mask over your face, put the little straps around your ears, and we're all going to be a lot safer. This is a team effort. And if we're being completely honest, some of you need not only this mask, but this mask too. We are back. It's the Wrestling Mayhem Show. And I understand we have a big question from Tony Kincaid. Tony, what's your big question? All right, so this is my big question, and it's been brewing in my head since Roman Reigns turned heel and won the WWE Championship. Can we talk about Roman Reigns for a little bit? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Wait, is that your question? (laughs) Yeah, no, no. No, the bigger question is, is is this the Roman Reigns we all wanted and have been clamoring for since he joined the main event scene of wrestling? And to make it even bigger... What face would you put in the Roman Reigns situation if you had to go back through the entire annals of history, the top face turning top heel? What was the best one, and what was the one that you wish you could have done? Oh, Jesus. There's a a lot to sink into there. Okay, so first of all... um, It's a big question. The biggest, even. Um, So so first, I want to address the Roman thing. Let's just collectively address the Roman side of things. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not going to say it's the thing I've been hoping for since he turned. It's the thing I've been hoping for since I got tired of his singles run. Mm-hmm. Is something like this, something to sink my teeth into. I, I need to, he, he needs to not wear a vest. Yeah. <laughs> That's his quote. And he needs. I love and don't, he needs just, to stop Tony. calling the ring his island. Tony, I am just yeah. Oh, no, yeah I don't mind weird. that. I don't mind I kinda, that. I think yeah. that's okay. I get he's from Samoa. Cool, great, whatever. Uh, but like, it, this is my yard has been ingrained in so long. I know it's a taker thing, hmm. but he's been saying it for so long. If he goes in that promo after Heyman finishes and says, "I've been telling you, I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times, this is my 
yard mm -hmm. and punctuates it with that, it's so much better than calling it an island because an island means that it's surrounded by water and it's no one can reach it. Yo, Your well, yard I mean, means people fair, have to cross I mean, the fence Thunder line Dome. to fight you. Yeah. Dur dur during, a p during a pandemic, it is kind of an island. Yeah. Well... <laughs> but in in the visual in the visual this is where this is where my writing my creative writing side a, an island you have to take a boat over there a yard you cross the boundary line if you want to step up show up and that's I think where where but but I digress so the big question is um, what top face turning heel is the best of all time. And what is the one that you wish would have happened that never did? Okay, I have mine one I wish that happened. Um, I wish Hogan turned after he cost Sid the 92 Royal Rumble. Yes. Because that was like, Hulk Hogan has always been like, he'd always been basically a good guy that did some dickish things from time to time. Mm hmm. The dickish things were always usually against like a Bobby Heenan or or Andre Giant or Slaughter or Yoko or something like that. Like someone that he had animosity with. But Sid, at, at least at that point, his last name was Justice for Christ's sake. Like <laughs> he was a tried and true baby face. Mm -hmm. like, like that was just petty ass Hulk Hogan. And if they had flipped the script on that, the entire history of professional wrestling could have been changed at that point. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. would have been fascinating. Look at how look at what happened when Andre turned. Yes, right. Like that led to ninety thousand people in the Silver Dome, brother. Nine ninety thousand people. What's a air quotes? What's a what's a, all right? What it was at least. A good number of people. It was a good chunk of people. Yeah, that yeah. place was mostly full. It, it, you tell me ninety thousand, and if I turn my brain off for a second and squint my eyes, yeah, I could see it. Yeah, but yeah. that that um, him turning her, him turning after the Royal Rumble would have been huge. Hogan um, would have definitely taken the entire NWO's shock, initial shock, out the window. Oh, um, well, you, you might not because. Hogan was. It changes like, the whole landscape. Yeah, it changes everything about that that scene. Like it makes wrestling fans think a little bit. Like, and it it gives a monster push to Sid whether or not he uh, deserved it at the time. It, but. it it could have also put Hogan on a different trajectory for the, even the steroid trial. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, like That's a good like point. this this one runs deep. If if this worked and exploded WWF again to another. You know, like they didn't have the dip in the mid '90s, and he left. Uh, that's a possibility. So, yeah, because if he showed his value again and, and did that and was putting over a ton of new guys, you know, who knows? Who knows what it came out of that? You know, so could Sid have been another Hogan Macho Flair? Uh, yep. You know, could have been. Who knows? Oh, you, you could have had. You could have had Hogan and Flair teaming up. Yep, that would have been real cool. Yep, yep, <laughs> like. And and best best top face that turned heel. I'm gonna mm -hmm. go recent. I'm gonna say Bailey. Mm, Bailey yeah. Bailey when she came out and tore down those Bailey buddies. Mm -hmm. That was a moment. Mm -hmm. That was a moment, and that was a really really good one. And Bailey's been crushing it since then. Okay. All right. All right. Riz. My one that the the face that turned heel. 
Um, Stephanie. Mm. Stephanie going from test to Triple H. That's a great one. Like Good. just that. Imagine that traje- trajectory of Test's Test's career from doing things with Stephanie to now, well, to then having everybody called their testicles. Um, but like that one, I just that trajectory of how Stephanie and Triple H molded what WWE was and kind of is now. And she's still like one of the biggest heels going because every time she comes out, so all hail the re- the women's revolution. Um, <laughs> so, so, uh, good, oh, sorry. But I'm trying to think of a good one for, like, the only thing I can think of is, um, like, what if Sting <laughs> joined the NWO? Uh, well, he did eventually, didn't he? Well, well every, he, every, he, he, joined, he joined the Wolfpack. Yeah. But, but, like, instead of going after the NWO, Sting dropping down from the rafters, Sting doing all this, just join the NWO. Just, how different would that be? Uh, I think WCW I, I think, I think w- would have folded a lot sooner. Yeah, WCW would have folded yeah, a lot sooner. It would have. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 it would have well, been gone three years earlier. Yeah. Another, another one I thought of in the same vein is one who didn't join at all DDP. Okay. Bang. Okay. Like if he actually took the shirt, what would have happened? Again, uh, again, it would have sped up the demise. It would have yeah, <laughs> yeah. destroyed it. Yeah. Earth the demise. Because so. everybody Eventually, else went. Yeah. During that time, they did have Disco Inferno in there as well. Yeah, yeah. Usually, so. all the what ifs with WCW end with they would have folded sooner. It's yeah, just how yeah, it yeah. rolls yeah. out. Uh, Sorg, what's yours? I'll give mine last. So I was gonna start with Lita, but really that whole Edge Lita radar superstar turn was, of mm. course, what made Edge right. Mm-hmm. Um. Edge wasn't like a great significant heel ever going into that. You know, he had the brood time or whatever, right? But that well, he had the money in the bank contract. Yeah, yeah. He had he had that before Lita joined up with him. Right, but it, but but Paul Heyman saying Matt freaking Hardy on one night stand two thousand five was <laughs> the turning point for Edge, and Edge was a heel already. But that was yeah. the moment where. Everyone kind of realized this was a legit thing. And, and obviously, like the play off of the Matt Hardy situation at the time, you know, you know, that that, that obviously is a catalyst, right? Um, and, and if nothing else out of that, we got that situation and, and, and a made edge, right? And, and even rejuvenated, rejuvenated Lita for a few years, too. Um, the one that didn't change that I think would have been significant. <sighs> Jack Tunney. <laughs> you, wow. Jack Tunney? You, you went with oh. Jack Tunney. Well, when would you when would you have done it? Tuesday in Texas. Ooh. Okay, I agree. I, I like that like, one. Like, that that one's really good. Off Tunney? No, no, no. Tuesday in Texas? 
Oh, okay, okay. When no, uh, that was when... the Taker Flair stuff. Taker, okay. So Hogan Taker Flair stuff. No, I was thinking oh, about because I don't imagine. I... Imagine if you did after Mania, after Mania three, where Andre actually gets to be the champion mm-hmm. and actually gets to give the belt to DiBiase, mm-hmm. and Tony is on the take, mm-hmm. like Keenan always said. Yeah, yeah. You didn't That'd get, be interesting too. You didn't get WrestleMania four, you know, and and the Macho stuff. Now, yeah, my only problem with that take that you have is then we don't get Macho Man and the Mega Powers Explode storyline, which which was so we might wonderfully done. Yeah, we I, might. I, I don't think because I think you'd have some other distractions in there. Uh, from the chat room, from the chat room, Potter. Uh, for now, Roddy Strong. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, I need to backtrack this. We're just waiting for now. Roddy Strong has been uh, a much better heel. I uh, would have liked to see someone creative handle a heel Ray. That would have been interesting. I don't know mm-hmm. if Ray Mysterio re- with the mask can play heel. I yeah. remember playing SmackDown versus Raw 2008. And there was a whole storyline of if Ray turned heel. Oh. And they did it perfectly. With a half skull mask, and I really wanted to see that happen. Mm. Wasn't Ray heel in the in in the oh god, what was that stable called? Oh, in WCW where when he met yes, the filthy animals. Wasn't Um, he heel there? I think they were. I think they might have been heel for like a week or so, but then everyone just loved them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. I, I think I think they were like. Like they, they were meant to be heels, but it just didn't work out. Really. Now, mind like, you, Maskless out. Ray is not Ray Mysterio. Like no, Maskless no. Ray is not Ray Mysterio. Yeah. It no. doesn't count. It's yeah, like there, there's no mystery there, <laughs> right? There's a, it's, <laughs> it's just, just Ray. Ray. It's just who let that kid in the ring? <laughs> so it's Dominic. Um, yeah. Hey, hey, hey! Yo. Dominic, Dominic pays homage to his true father, Eddie Guerrero. That's right. That's but right. Anyway, and and Dom, <laughs> so, Dominic, Dominic's been turning in some killer matches the last couple. He has of weeks, been. So. Dominic might be I a mean, diamond in the rough. My God. that we all kind of scoffed no, at, this, and it, he might legitimately. No, 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 no. He's he's not a diamond in the rough. Yeah. He's oh, been sur- never, no, no. He's, he's not a diamond in the rough. He's been surrounded by the best wrestling families in professional wrestling for his entire life. So, he's, like, he's like the best case situation of my dad. But don't tell me. But don't tell me when you heard Dominic was going to become a wrestler, you didn't roll your eyes a little bit. Everyone, oh, yeah. yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Like, no, I was oh, on Twitter with like, everyone when everyone made a joke about, "Well, is he going to wrestle like Eddie, or is he going to wrestle like Ray?" And I watched everyone make that damn comment over and over again uh, because that was the one joke everyone had about Dominic. Yeah. Well, so, to be we, fair, Ray started joke. wrestling like Eddie as soon as Eddie passed. So the answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but well, yeah. Dominic, Dominic's been training with Lance Storm. Like wow. Lance Storm does not. Yeah, if there's, bad, he if, does not train out bad wrestlers. No. Yeah, Lance Storm doesn't allow bad wrestlers. No. To yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> no. Like, like, if you have, if you have Lance Storm on your resume, even you're going to be a good wrestler. Even <laughs> as much as he openly despises Jackson Argos, he's a good wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> so hands yeah. down. For 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 mine and and so. I'm going to say the obvious face and never turned heel, and that is John Cena. And I will give an exact moment he should have turned heel. It was the Monday night after Money in the Bank 2011. And it should have been a double turn with Punk. That's Punk. Oh, okay, Punk. Okay, okay. And it should have been a double turn. Okay. And they should have kept Punk off TV, and Cena runs rough shot. 
over the entire locker room. When he tries to get fired, he straight up just beats the shit out of Vince McMahon. There's no Triple H coming in and saying the board of directors doesn't think you have it and we're going to have to make you step down and crying all the time bullshit. No, that doesn't happen. Cena beats the hell out of the WWE for embarrassing him. Yeah. Because Vince said, you can't do it. I'm going to cheat and cost Cena the match and money in the bank. And he would have snapped there and said, no, this has never been about the WWE universe. This has been about me carrying this company. You guys want to boo me? Screw you. I've been the reason you show up every Monday night. Not Punk. He's gone now. And this company would be nothing without me. And that's what I would have done. Now, the heel turn, the face to heel turn that I think is the most important of the last decade, decade, is when Kevin Steen kicked El Generico in the dick Oof. at Final Battle 2009. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and told him happened? he hates his. Whatever happened to El Generico? I don't know. He I hear he's at an orphanage. Yeah, he's, in he, went to, he went back to Mexico to deal with the orphans. Um, <laughs> Wait, deal with the orphans? Yeah, you know, deal with them. So yeah. that's, that's you ominous. Get it. That's you ominous. Get it? I, you've seen no, you've seen his like uh, promo with Cole Cabana, right? Well, uh, not recently. No, <laughs> the one where he's but... throwing dollars at the janitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, gotcha, 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 gotcha. <laughs> um, no, I think that that kick started mm-hmm. um, everything we see in NXT, everything we see in the modern generation of independent wrestlers to main event wrestlers mm-hmm. in the big companies, and also kicked off the switch from tape trading to on-demand internet subscription stuff because it was that entire saga of steam turning on generico Mm -hmm. was what made ring of honor made colt cabana made jay lethal uh out took the stink of tna off of jay lethal yes made and made kevin steam finally yeah and without them i don't know what the current wrestling landscape would look like, but yeah. it involves all of yeah. that. That changes the way wrestling is viewed now is because of that year long storyline. And how, and now it made long-term booking, not a scary thing to do. Although the WWE still thinks it's scary. It's not, you can book a year long thing and it'd be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's although, my, that's my face to heel turn. That was it is kind of difficult to book a year long thing right now. So, to be yeah. fair present <laughs> times excluded yes. Sorg. i, I think m- <laughs> most of what we've complained about booking wise in the first half of the show uh, company issues and 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 such aside that is those are other choices but i think most booking issues we've had tonight are because we're in the situation we are in so side side question to the big question okay can we talk about roman reigns please no that's enough of that we got <laughs> we got something more important to talk about do we now? What is it? Because we have our homework assignment, mm-hmm. which is from SummerSlam 2010, Molina versus Alicia Fox. We had a substitute teacher last week that assigned this. I watched this yeah. match, and I watched a little bit of it because the main event was the uh, Nexus 7-on-7 match. So, oh, that's another, that's another one for the big question. What would have happened if Daniel Bryan was allowed to be a heel with the Nexus during the mm-hmm. Nexus storyline? But I digress. Go ahead. He's a he's the last the survivor. The substitute teachers sucked, by the way. 
Whoa. 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 By the way, this is the point where I'm going to just point out Tina's comment. Tony's dying on multiple petty hills tonight. Uh, You are absolutely (laughs) right, Tina. I am dying on every petty hill the size of a molehill humanly possible because damn it i make wrestling better God. just by listening to my voice wow he rips right through the mayhem show just like john cena should have ripped through the roster after cm punk got the belt exactly yeah but we had our yes we had our assignment we the uh the epic showdown as made popular by some girl's comment on tough enough that one time i watched it it actually wasn't a bad match yeah, no, it was fine. It actually it was, was not bad. a bad match, you know. Like it was fine. Like, the the story was Melina coming back from injury. Mm-hmm. Um, Alicia Fox has always been underrated. Oh, absolutely, always been underrated. Poor, like poor Alicia Fox. Like there was a reason that Ronda's first televised match on free TV was against Alicia Fox. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for it. Like Alicia Fox is fantastic. Like the only, the only, the only like bad part about this match was I think they wanted Melina to sell a knee injury and Alicia never picked up on that. Right. Right. Cause she yeah. started attacking other things and the commentators kind yeah. of called her out Alicia, for it. Alicia, Alicia completely missed attacking the leg being the target point during the entire match. Hmm. Um, there, there was a couple other things. Melina killed big bird uh, apparently, or for her her gear, which was weird. Yeah. Um, I felt like uh, Jim Henson was rolling over his grave on that one. I thought she um, looked like Simba during the "I just can't wait to be king" thing, like when he sticks his when head. he when he puts his head through the flowers yeah. to make his own mane. Yeah, yeah. no, that's that's one. There has um, to be something happening at the time that had context for that, right? No, not no, Melina. No. Melina no. never had context for her no. furry boots. No, it was just Uggs were popular at the time, so she just decided to fur her her boots. By the way, the but this is Melina who who snubbed Bobby F J Town at Still City Con one time. Uh, no, well, the thing is, uh, let's be clear. Bobby just said, "Hey, that's Melina," and then <laughs> Melina looked over and walked away. <laughs> hey, like, that's a snub. Melina. I was there. I saw it happen. It was. It was I, I do feel bad for Bobby about that. But yeah. uh huh. Uh huh. I, I I do have to say I was dreading this match because all I know about this match is obviously the tough enough. Yes. Thing. That being said, this match might be the best match ever of all time. Um. From from a um minute window if this is the only match if this is the match that you watched that was the only women's match you watched Mm -hmm. because you got signed to tough enough as a divas participant Mm -hmm. and you were told to watch the latest summer the latest pay-per-view and this was the match you watched yes this is the best match you've ever seen with women in it um it's not bad it's not good but at that time period it was a million bucks. Um, I really do think Alicia Fox is underrated. I agree with Mad Mike on that one. Um, she is a steady hand in the ring. She doesn't blow you away, but she doesn't dangerously put the, her opponent in harm's way. I also want to point out for context that that, that infamous comment was made um, on the show that aired 
um, starting in October of the same year. Yep. So, so, I, it, so oh, yeah. it, it was so realistically, realistically, it was the first female match Cameron had seen live because yeah. they, yeah. I'm pretty sure they took them all to that SummerSlam. So, mm. you know, you know, it, it's, you know, it, and it's not, it, it's not, it's, it, it really isn't a fair thing to throw at Cameron, uh, talking about that and like rolling your eyes and laughing about it because it is a good match. Actually watch the match. If she would have said something completely out of left field, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a really bad Divas match that, that like, like, the, Jack, like that, something with Jackie Gator in it. Yeah, yeah, like like ja- Jackie Gaeta versus uh, Rico was her the best match of all time, which I'm sure happened oh. at some point. Um, because <laughs> weren't they teamed up together? And they I'm were, sure they were teamed Rico, up at some point. Rico, I'm sure Rico would be the one who heel turned on Jackie Gaeta in that situation. Um, because Rico was a scumbag. <laughs> And an I mean, actually, idea. actually, a good person in real life, but his character was a scumbag. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but I digress. Um, that being said, uh, watching this match made me realize how important proper teachers are to uh, things of this nature. How mm. uh, important it is to be taught by actual professors, uh, actual. Uh, t- teachers and not substitutes who mm. were D2 athletes and got their education degree because they kind of had to and didn't make it to the big hey, you know what? Are you so saying they became a gym teacher and they're also teaching history on the side. Are you I, a substitute teacher is not a college graduate of I saw the wrestling. I saw no, the no. I'm, so, I'm sure. I'm sure. Degree. I'm sure. I'm sure it's a degree. I don't know where from. I mean, um, he's, he's no uh, Doctor Tom Pritchard, but I'm not going to put hold that against him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm just. I'm just saying. Sometimes, sometimes you don't know what you got till it's gone. And uh, hey, um, you know what? Blame blame the other teacher for leaving them, mm-hmm. leaving us in the lurch. You know what? I I just he can't because someone. because on rate my teacher. Uh, which is a five out of five stars. <laughs> Professor Jacob Edwin is the only six out of five stars on RateMyTeacher.com. Uh, on RateMyTeacher.com. <laughs> wow. I've still never seen his credentials. That's all I'm saying. Well, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. Um, so, uh, any other thoughts on this match before we move on? Uh, I, I like the, the commentary was actually, if you don't listen to Jerry Lawler. Um, uh, yeah, if you don't listen to Jerry Lawler, Matt Stryker actually uh, showed what a good commentator can do because uh, while Alicia Fox missed the uh, working the leg spot, mm-hmm. Matt Stryker very eloquently said, I, I, I talked to her before. I don't think she's going for it because she wants to beat Molina at her best and not have any excuses. And Stry- that right there, Good it's cover. a one line. It's a one Good line cover. thing. Excuses the whole thing. I- yeah, Stryker. Stryker did do a great job on this match. Jerry Lawler. Every time I have to watch one of these homework lessons, this is now the third show I've come on. Jerry Lawler tends to be one of the commentators, and unless he's with Jr., I want to punch him. He is what Jr. is in 2020 in 2000. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Goodness, I buried myself. Uh, I, I, I hate when when uh, Matt Stryker is being put down for basically being really good at his job. 
Yeah, Matt he's, Stryker, he's actually like, studying. This bothered Truth. me back then. This bothers me now. I was so happy when he got the Lucha Underground. He got to be Matt Striker without bounds. True, true story, and, and I know this is a true story because I've read it on the internet. Um, I was, I, I was always under the impression, and I don't know where I remember reading this, but that Matt Striker was told that he was making the other commentators look bad, so Vince was feeding him false information to bring up so the other guys could correct him. And I read wow, it on the I internet, so it must be true. Wow. Well, I mean, it, it happened a lot in matches. It wasn't, it wasn't a, a coincidence that it was happening no. a lot in matches. No. So. Matt, Matt Stryker, Matt Stryker, a match striker, Joe. I'm going to say something really out of left field here. A match striker, Joey Styles, ECW commentary <clears throat> team, when they rebooted <clears throat> to WWE, ECW, might have actually helped. <laughs> oh yeah, God. Now, I, I still, I'm shocked that AEW hasn't tried to get Matt Striker. That's someone who I would have gone for. I wonder well, what is well, Matt they Stryker want a better Matt Striker. Where would you have him? They have a uh, man, but they, they they got Excalibur. I think Excalibur is your Matt Striker in this situation. Excalibur, Excalibur yeah. was is is Matt Striker from PWG. I mean, you got like, Tony. Like Matt, yeah. Excalibur was doing yeah. that in PWG. If you're gonna, and he's honestly, if Matt Striker doesn't want to do commentary right now for a big company and just wants to do his own thing, I completely get it. Excalibur is a great secondary option. You know what else is a good triary option in case Excalibur can't show up? Tony Kincaid, Tony Khan. I know I've been dissing you a lot today, but if you need to call me, my number is. I'll text it to you. Just give me, just slide into my DMs at Tony Kincaid on Twitter. We follow each other. I follow you. You can follow me back. But then we'll 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 talk it out. There you go. I, I, there you go. I will I will say one positive thing about the uh, the AEW commentary team. Um, during the eight man tag match, Jr. had his famous line that I think he always thinks is so hilarious where he says, Stu, don't call me Dick Grayson. Like uh-huh. that doesn't, that doesn't add anything. Mm. Just call mm. him Stu Grayson. But he accidentally called him Dick Grayson, which is why you don't do stuff like that. Mm. And then for, it, no. for like a brief 20 seconds, Excalibur and Tony Schiavone of all people argued about which Robin's Stu Grayson actually was. Yes, I think I caught a little was, bit of that. I'm like, wait, is what's great. happening right now? Yeah, it was so, great. This is it. Like, this like, is like, 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 Mike. This is the kind of stuff that happens on Dark that I love. Okay, like this is this like. Okay. I'm still not watching it. Okay, okay, like, that's okay. Botchamania will give Botchamania will deliver you the good parts. Sorg and I mentioned uh, briefly about just the story about Billy Gunn and his son. Who got his start in professional wrestling? Gum club by holding other people's gum, mm-hmm. and Taz, Taz just stood there, sat there, going, "Wait, wait, are you ribbing me, wait, bro? Really?" He even said, "Yeah, I am." He, was, and he still didn't get real? it because they probably filmed he it like two in the morning. Yeah, yeah, and it was just yeah. going on and yeah. on and great. on. And that's the thing with Exc- Exc- Excalibur. You don't know when he's actually. Mm-hmm. Being a smartass, or he what actually he, knows what he's talking I, it's, about. It's, it's, I think that I think I think that's actually a problem in Gorilla for them is that there's mm-hmm. no one in Gorilla to tell them to wrap it up and get back to the match. Yeah, but I don't think Cody has the ability to tell Jr. to stop. No, rambling. because no one bruises Jr. I guarantee. Yeah, I think that's he it doesn't too. have anyone in his ear. Yeah, yeah. 
That was probably one well, of the rules. Well, needs some. Everyone needs someone in his ear. Even I uh, need people in my uh, ear. Vampire. Well, didn't didn't our friend uh, Chris Joseph? Hi, Chris. Saw you on Twitter yesterday. Uh, thank you for answering my question. Uh, Doink the clown. Yes, he is the leader of retribution. Uh, but uh, uh, didn't he say one of the? What, it wasn't him that said, or maybe it was Matt on an interview somewhere else. Uh, that Vampiro coming on, a part of it was that he would not get edited on Lucha mm-hmm. Underground. Um, yeah. I'm sure, uh, aside from the things that they actually definitely needed to edit, that they couldn't yeah. get on television. Because uh, if you man, if you get Vampiro, um, you know that rope. I don't know. He also has like a talk show now. I need to check that out. But uh, <laughs> anyways. Uh, no, I, I can completely see Jr. coming in with that role of you do not. Wait, this is this is off the thing. Okay, we we okay. We have we have another. We, we have, have another a lesson. new assignment. We have a new substitute teacher. I've received oh, the video. We have a new substitute teacher. We're trying things out here in the off weeks. Well, well, you know, we got we got to try things out. Listen, man, you just don't go with the first pair of pants you find at Walmart. You try a couple different pairs out. Oh no, we went with the first guy for a couple solid months. Well, the first guy yeah. was the one that was Without assigned. Any credentials? Listen, that was the one. Nothing. That was the assigned pair of pants. And now we're mm-hmm. trying looking for a new pair of pants because that one has a hole in it. Anyways, moving on. We do have a new teacher, a new assignment. Let's go see what is in store for us as i double check that their volume is on this time wrestling mayhem show how you doing what's up it is your professor chris larusso here to give you your homework assignment for the coming week wait he's drinking on the job homework assignment matches suggested so far and they've been pretty good they've had something to offer but i want to actually share a match with you that i assign as mandatory viewing for all of my wrestling students that was assigned as mandatory viewing for me by names like Rip Rogers, uh, Les Thatcher, Lance Storm, and numerous, numerous others. The first time I saw this match was at the NWA Fan Fest training camp. I attended it, it's probably about four or five years ago now at this point. This match is for the NWA World Heavyweight title. All right. Pat O'Connor versus Nature Boy. Buddy Rogers. This match is considered by some to be the first modern professional wrestling match. And this match is pretty much responsible for modern match structure, uh, modern selling, theater. A lot of things in modern professional wrestling can be traced all the way back to this match. It's two out of three falls. And I think that even giving a little bit of leeway for the age of the match. It's still exciting. It's still at a good pace. And there's still something, I think, to be learned from it. So watch up, and I'll be on the Mayhem Show in a couple weeks to uh, to discuss it and to grade your homework. There you go. Professor Chris LaRusso, who will be joining us next week on the show. To discuss Wait. this match. Oh, okay. Okay. So I was sure going to say, wow, notes. is this a multiple week assignment? Like, no, 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 no. He filmed it like last week. So at the time, it was a couple weeks. So also, yeah, obviously, I, he had been drinking. I, I have not, I'm not going to be on the show next week, obviously, because Coaster LaRusso, a much bigger guest than I am. Mm-hmm. I'm only brought in when uh, Sorg really needs someone to fill in and keep uh, <laughs> the uh, acid level 
uh, at its proper pH balance. Uh, but uh, the this is this is a phenomenal match. What Larusso said, I've been told to watch this match before by people too, and I'm a commentator. <laughs> so uh, this this is one of the the like I think this is on a list of like the ten matches you have to see before you die type deals. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. We will have a link. There's a YouTube video, I believe, that he gave me. Uh, that will be linked in the show notes for the show. Uh, if you're not having those wherever you're listening, uh, go over to WrestlingMayhemShare.com and look up, also, wrestling, uh, look up this sorry, episode. There's a question in the chat room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Podner wants to know how many weeks a teacher can have off before they get an HR warning. It's a valid question. If they have... Um... If they have uh, vacation days built up, they can do up to three weeks. Yeah, like if they have PTO time. Just, yeah. mm-hmm. Do we have PTO okay, time? Do we have vacation days? Do we have vacation days? Sorg, Sorg, is, it, is, it, is it paid vacation? Do you get paid? You don't? Do I get paid? I got I, paid. I guess that. not. I need I to check my contract. Morning, but that's like... I got paid on Cameo, though. You don't own our real names. (laughs) Right, Mad Mike, if that is your real name. It is not. Right, The Riz, if that is your real name. My real name is The. The hyphen Riz, comma, The. What is happening right now? It was weird because this is a side, side note. Somebody at work, like, emailed me with my actual last name first. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nobody well, they did, knows me here. Did, did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, except, except for one of our mutual friends, but that's a who, different thing. Who paid me in Bitcoin here? Uh, well, you know. You know. That's not real. That's not real. It's an investment. You know. Yeah, it's, it's you know, just, just tuck it under yeah, you since you paid it was, when you paid me it was worth $25 and then the 2 hours I've been talking hey, I now owe them 300 hey, just just stuff your bitcoins between your mattresses beware, dude. and yeah. and come back to it later <laughs> guys what did you learn from wrestling not bitcoins this week <laughs> anybody 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 ready to I go learned, I learned that Pittsburgh is oh god like like I was in the chat and I learned that Pitts, like everywhere in Pittsburgh, looks like the place the Polycult Mansion is. <laughs> so if you're like, I wonder where the Polycult Mansion is, you have no idea. No, because every backyard in Pittsburgh looks like it. <laughs> when I was in the when I was in the chat room, mm-hmm. somebody outside Pittsburgh goes, "Where is this? I want to know." And I'm looking at it, going, "I might know where this is." Oh wait. Everywhere it looks like this in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and how, like, just ha- the having that cool concept and having it free on. Hey, we're talking. We're talking about MV Young's Poly Call oh, Party Poly Two. Company. It's on Twitch, part of Go Pro- Professional Wrestling over on Twitch. Please go watch it. The first one should be yes. up on our YouTube page as well. Uh, fantastic fantastic stuff there and like hanging out with people that i've hung out with on twitter and on the social medias and talking to them about wrestling and about Mm. how cool it is and just just talking to people on twitch making sure that you know they're having a good time as well 
uh, it was fun. It was fun watching professional wrestling, not having to deal with, should I like this guy or should I like, should I like this in the, in the independent wrestler or should I like that? And I hate that in, independent wrestler because of shit in the past. Mm-hmm. I knew, I know the people that MJ and uh, MJ, uh, MV young would have. And I know the people that I've seen MJ M- MV young have, and I've, I've seen MV young wrestle and I've seen the people they put, they, he put, on these shows and I was thoroughly entertained people and the people I was with were thoroughly entertained. I want to um, accompany your, uh, what you learned along with a tweet that I saw earlier tonight that uh, unfortunately I'm not going to be able to find. So I'm going to have to paraphrase it, but there was a envy young made a tweet earlier tonight about uh, um, what does it take to get, you know, what kind of people get, or here's the kind of people to get booked on the polycult party shows. Um, and it was along the lines of, uh, you're somebody that needs to be seen and you're not a shitty person. Jody. Jody. <laughs> Fucking sword guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways. Pancakes. Pancake. <laughs> yes. The Bundertaker. Oh. PB Smooth. The, uh, big game Leroy that played his Nintendo Switch through most of his match with P- Pretty Boy Smooth. Uh, no, absolutely. Uh, David Lawless on this show. Um, I loved everybody. I loved everybody cheering David Lawless for winning his case over G Raver when he came out until he started just calling us all a bunch of. Did someone try to use the tennis racket against him until objection? Right. Until he started calling us liberals. Uh, so (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, so, so no, that was a blast. That was a, a big blast. Um, Wrestling can be good. Absolutely. Sorg, so I, I learned that AEW doesn't know how battle royals work. Okay. Um, because uh the final elimination, and I don't know, this this could be addressed on Dynamite tomorrow. So if it is, I retract what I learned and say I learned nothing. But um Eddie Kingston, bless his heart, crawled under the bottom rope uh in the closing moments of the match. Climbed up the turnbuckle and then was knocked to the floor. Technically, never eliminated. Okay. T- technically, if you step on the top on the top turnbuckle, you have re-engaged with the ring. He and did not. He, over stepped the- on, he stepped on the middle turnbuckle. Okay, then you're right. Mm-hmm. That's not how bad. Oh, no, I, I rewound to make sure. By the way, I didn't, um, didn't want to speak out of turn. Of course, but, just, just want to yeah. make sure everybody knows. Mad Mike is saying this, not not the Wrestling Mayhem show. Please don't hurt us, Eddie Kingston. Anyways, no, yeah, okay, oh, I'm, okay, well, I'm yeah. saying Eddie Kingston got screwed over and deserves mm-hmm. a shot. Okay. That's yes. what I'm saying. I, I yeah, also I, I agree with this and also think Curtis Axel deserves his title shot. <laughs> from While we're at ago. it, Warren Swoggle as well. Yes. Warren Swoggle. Uh, Ma- oh. Maven, no. No, Maven actually... You know, I always thought Maven was never eliminated. I watched that rumble back again. He was actually eliminated. Oh, and one other thing I learned about that. I was watching this video. Maven. Um, so Maven wanted to get, they wanted Maven to get color for that spot after he eliminated Taker and Taker beat the shit out of him. But Maven was very nervous because he had never done it before. And he couldn't take, he couldn't do the wrestler trick of taking aspirin. 
because he had an allergy to it. So Taker actually got him bourbon. <laughs> oh. So Maven was mildly tipsy <laughs> during that whole spot. <laughs> I remember hearing was that. It good, on, was it good bourbon at least? I, it's it's I Taker. Mean, it, it's it Taker. Bourbon. It was good bourbon. <laughs> but yeah, Taker got Maven drunk for that spot. Like, yes. And that that's really what I learned this week. <laughs> that was amazing to me. Um, I learned if I show up to a show and I see the Rise crew helping set up, it's gonna be the show's gonna go fine. Yeah, <laughs> it was good to see uh, uh, Brandy K and the crew um, uh, hanging out for that. And you know, it, it just um, when, when you see certain people kind of roll up there for the local support for this, because there was a lot of out towners. I think like half of the people involved were from like Jersey, New York. You know things like that. I, I feel like every time I ask, "Oh, where did you come in from?" It's Jersey was the answer uh, for a lot of these guys. Um, but uh, you know, I, you know that 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 kind of instills a lot of confidence when I see something like that. Um, and also, I learned how much like I needed this to to uh, uh, you know uh, be around a lot of the wrestling people um, that are a positive thing in a lot of our lives. And uh, and I think a lot of other people needed it too. Like there was a lot of relief on people's faces because this was. I know we do a lot of stuff, you know, telling obviously with professional uh, uh, prospect pro wrestling and what we've been doing with Fight Underground. But this was a different vibe uh, than what we've been doing on those closed shows, and it was good to do that. So and it, it felt safe. It looked um, um, the groups you saw were mostly kind of friend groups and stuff. So like it was it was it it a lot of people said I felt safe being there. You know, everything felt pretty cool. Um, people were mostly masked up for most of the day, and, and, and apparently Riz might have been there. I we would we were unconfirmed apparently. Well, there's a Riz somebody. Somebody was asked by several people somewhere. if he was Riz apparently <laughs> at this party, and I'm like, I don't, I, think, I didn't see a Riz look alike, but uh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, there was what judging of your head shape was somebody on Twitter. Uh, yeah, uh, we were we day? were comparing. Yeah, comparing. <laughs> How was your we, head? We shape? made the assumption that. The mask would probably. Oh yeah, there's cover. people that were there that I that were talking about on Twitter, and I'm just like, you were there, you know, like with the mask and everything. I was, I kept doing a little kind of like face flash whenever I said hello to somebody again. When you know? when Retribution reveals their leader, <laughs> I think the leader should take his mask off and reveal another mask, and the mask says, "Hey guys, my name is," yeah, and that's the reveal. Like remember go. how I, who was it uh, on Nexus? Was it? It wasn't. I. I'm Carver. Yes, Carver. 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 Carver I was noticing just, that. He was. He was the one who made masks cool. Yeah. And by yeah. masks cool, I mean masks not cool at all, and <laughs> kind of sell this back. He, yeah. Of, he wore that on the indie shows too. Afterwards, I was like, okay, I guess that's your look. Hey, uh, he has a T on it. Was he, he, he at the, the King of Trios that we went to? He might have been. I don't know. Um, I know he's at one of the local shows here in some tag match yeah. with a guy so, that isn't so, wrestling anymore. So what I learned is Wrestling Mayhem Show needs more Tony Kincaid. Um, what I really learned um, also along those lines was uh, professional wrestling is the best it can be when it's done by people who are actively feeling like they are contributing to a product and not a piece of a cog yep. in a machine that just keeps going. Mm-hmm. And once the machine says that they don't need you, the cogs fight back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
there is an old Danish term. Uh, this term sabotage comes from a bunch of Danish workers throwing their shoes called sabos into the gears. And that was the first major strike. Just saying, I learned that from Star Trek VI. I learned something about <laughs> Danish res- revolution, apparently. You start with Star Trek VI? Wow. Watch Undiscovered Country. It's the best Star Trek movie. Uh, yeah, it might be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. Uh, but, Forget oh. Wrath of Khan. That's the best one. Ooh, oh, oh, then you can send the hate mail to goodtimeswrestlingmamshow.com. <laughs> Care of. I also, as a side note, I also learned something that was very interesting about wrestling in general. Um, wrestling in the Pittsburgh area is much better when Zeke Mercer's holding a championship title. Oh my God, my Zeke, boy, Mercer! Zeke Mercer! My boy, Zeke Mercer, tag team champions in Eclipse with the Rev Ron Hunt. Yes. My boy. Um, Slight addendum. I'm very happy for Zeke. I'm very happy for Rev. Um, Rev should be banned from posting celebratory pictures. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and tagging me. So every time <laughs> and people keep commenting on it, so it gets back in my mm-hmm. feed. No. Yeah. Um, yeah that's gonna I understand much. he was kicking people in the face at sheets. I, I understand. Like, <laughs> I, 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 wow. 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 My boy, Zeke Mercer, is now a gold holder. Let me tell you something. I say it once every time I'm on Wrestling Mayhem show. If you're not watching 2PW for the top prospects that are coming out of the Pittsburgh scene, including Zeke Mercer, including the Hossmen, you are missing out. Watch 2PW. In addition, watch RWA. RWA is one of the most consistent shows out there. Once we have a professional show again, you will see that. Also, I'm a big fan as a wrestling fan. Fight Underground, great. Eclipse, great. And you can watch them all on the Indie Network. No, no, not Eclipse. Not Eclipse. Not you Eclipse. cannot watch Eclipse okay. on no, the Indie no. Network. We don't have. I am we don't. sorry. Yeah, no. I messed that up. I like them, but I, I, we, we haven't shooting. had that conversation yet. No, I'm sorry. Sorg is going to cut my. my- <laughs> there you go. There you go. Before you throw some other people on the network we haven't had a conversation with. so You can also watch TNA. <laughs> No, 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 no. I I mean, sort of. WCW. He now owns. Sorg now owns. Oh, I'm going to get another letter from WWE Legal. Thank you. The name on the contract does say Michael, but it says Michael Sorg. Wow. Uh, Guys uh, from the chat room, Podmer learned that a lot of people like Riz look like Riz. Uh, Tina learned that uh, there's an opportunity in unexpected places. Super excited to see what all the collective shows are going to be in the the second weekend of October. Oh, I hope they do the great sweatpants battle royal. Uh, I have not heard. I know somehow that Effie's big gay bash should be happening. Um, so that's that's, that's, in Indiana, Indianapolis. Oh, no. Yeah. In Indiana. Like, it's like, yeah. AIW just had their show uh, with GCW. Like it, it's it's going down in Indiana. This is like the wrestling mecca right now. So that's why the collective is happening in Indiana. Because if you need to do wrestling, you go to Indiana. West Virginia hasn't figured it out. Pittsburgh hasn't is not figured it out. Uh, I'll just say Pittsburgh has not figured it out uh, for live shows. Uh, 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 somehow Altoona is doing stuff, but hey, guys, it's gonna get cold. Get it while you can. These guys are doing it in October in in, in Indiana. Oh man, wear a coat. Uh, so 
Um, they're going to be the canary in the coal mine for that one. But because uh, uh, you know it's outside, right? It's got to be outside, right? Are we expecting it? I, I mean, it would have to be. Yeah. I, I, at this point, I don't. I don't know if we're going to lift those rules by then. So we'll see what happens. Oh, geez, guys, it's been exhausting. Tony Kincaid, you just plugged everything. I don't think we need to go through that again. We're, 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 we we know where to see you. Thank you for coming yeah. back. Thank you, thank you for having me as always. Uh, look forward to the next time, which will probably be in a couple weeks. Let's there you go. There you go. Much. <laughs> Going down the line. Mad Mike 483 on the Twits. Yeah, I'm on there. Also, go to Biggie's Instagram. Yes. Uh, at at Biggie at WWE Biggie, I think on Instagram. If not, you you can find him. He's he's the guy that's big and also E. Hmm. Um, buy this shirt. It's great. It's a really nice shirt. All proceeds go to the NAACP. There you go. Like, seriously, it's and I didn't notice this when I bought it, but it also has all the names. Yes. Of everyone in the background, I had no, I didn't notice them when I bought oh. it. I, yeah. So- Support those causes that your favorite professional wrestlers support so they can continue to be a voice for change all up and down the world because this is no longer a time when staying silent is right. Silence Mm -hmm. is violence right now. Absolutely. 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 And you can at me at uh, you can find me on Facebook. If you disagree with me, look up Tony Kincaid and I'll come at you. Come at me. Honestly. There you go. The Riz. Riz plays games on Twitch. You can look me up on there and not come at me. Um, uh, it is still September. Yes, September. And I got a little I got, I got a little something for you. On uh, IndieWrestling.us, you can actually subscribe for there. So, Sorg, you're in for September. Oh. Uh, which is... For every for for this month only so September, uh, you can either purchase one month subscription, three month subscriptions, or six months, or a six month subscription. First month subscription for this month only, instead of four ninety nine, is going to be three ninety nine. For three months, it's going to be twenty five percent off. So it's going to be eleven twenty three, which is. Like the most random number, and also six months, twenty dollars ninety six cents. You can subscribe to Biachi sequence. Yes, so but you can sub- you can subscribe to me at Rose Plays Games. You can subscribe to Indie Wrestling US, which I have in the background right here. See, look, look right, right, right back that? here. Is that a Derek it, Direction it, against Ziggy Heim? Wait, aren't they aren't they buddies sure now? Is. Aren't they buddies they now? They sure are. What? So yeah, just 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 give us a little just just give us a little bit. You know, it's fine. Also, if you have Amazon Prime or whatever they have, whatever they're calling it now, Prime <laughs> Gaming, Twitch Prime, whatever, you get one free subscription per month. So you can subscribe to me, then you can you can subscribe to the Indie Man, uh, Indie Man Show, IndieWrestling.us, then you can subscribe to me again, and back and forth, and so on and so forth. And yeah, that's what I have been doing. Come join me on this September journey. There you go. Go check it out. Thank you, Riz. I, sail away. I, I'm currently attempting to order the uh, Biggie and New Day uh, shirt. <laughs> 
that uh, Mike was talking about. Um, also, this is not WB Shop. No, it's no. not. That that makes me more apt to drop thirty five dollars yeah, on a shirt with shipping. That's why I bought it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, getting that two X right now. I don't know about the dollar for shipping production, but uh, yeah. So it oh. actually got to me pretty quick. Oh yeah, fantastic. Yeah, pretty quick. Take that mail. Um, thank you, everybody. It's been an interesting and long show. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy. Please check out everything else happening at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, IndieWrestling.us, and SorgatronMedia.com. We will have. We are scheduled to have an interview later this week on the Indie Mayhem Show. Scheduled to be talking with one Boomer Payne, the original high stakes champion here in the area. So we'll be catching up with him because I, as another guy, I don't know too much about his history. So we're going to educate it with that. Uh, as well. So look for that later in this week. We'll have a schedule up on uh, IndiaWrestling.us' Facebook page for the premiere and the YouTube page. And of course, a lot of great stuff rolling out over the next couple of days. So please, I encourage you to go check out that YouTube page as well. We'll see you guys next time. Until then, Mayhem doesn't have an outro because it's not set up. But Mayhem out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.